Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. And we're into extra time. Hello and welcome to Extra Time. On behalf of Hamish Bidwell, I'm Barry Guy. Well, the All Blacks reign as World Cup champions is over and it's now down to England and South Africa. For me, the two teams I hate losing to the most. What went wrong and where to now for the All Blacks? All Blacks legend Christian Cullen joins us to discuss, along with our sports reporter in Tokyo, Clay Wilson, and sports editor Stephen Hewson. Well, Hamish, take us back to last Saturday. It wasn't very good, was it? <laughs> That's all right. I mean, I wasn't shocked in the sense that that's the way to beat the All Blacks. I was disappointed or surprised in the sense that since, say, the, the 2017 Lions series, they hadn't devised any strategies to, to combat the defence they were going to be sort of presented with. Um, obviously, Moanga was picked at 10 ahead of Barrett. That was one mechanism. But I think for Moanga to be effective, he needed to have maybe Crotty at 12 beside him. Um, it's, it's by the by. My interest really is... As as an outsider, as in Christian's view of what's it like when you're you're an All Blacks team that goes to World Cup and doesn't achieve its potential? What what's, what sort of feeling is that like? Yeah, obviously it's tough, and I think Aaron Smith probably summed it up pretty well. And that's I think how much how I felt whenever you lost an All Black game, you know, there's a slight embarrassment because obviously you're playing playing for your country. And um, I know probably when we uh, got knocked out in '99, it was it was a bit like that and. These games now coming at the third of the class are probably the toughest, toughest sort of games you, you'd face in your career. You've got to dust yourself off and um, and try and front up for one more go. I guess. Clay, you were there on 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 the night. What was what was it like? Quite bizarre, really. It's hard to remember watching an All Blacks game on television and see them get sort of dominated and controlled like that. So to actually be there in the stadium was an odd feeling, I guess, also listening to Swing Low, Sweet Chariot and get louder and louder as the game went on. I guess you always just generally expect that the All Blacks are going to find another gear or go up a gear, but it just obviously never really happened. So it was quite an odd feeling. Christian, you mentioned Aaron Smith and the comment he made about embarrassment. I'm curious, I don't know whether it's... The spark thing, whether people didn't subscribe in huge numbers, they didn't live and breathe the tournament to the same degree, or whether the fact that success has meant that people aren't as um, agitated about the defeat as they were. But it seemed like in your day there was a real bull on a hatred that you'd sort of let the country down. Were you, were you conscious of that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think it just goes with being an All Black. I think every time you go out, you want to win and you want to do your best. And when that doesn't happen, and they have... Um, yeah, I mean, high expectations and expectation as an All Black is when you if you go and play, you obviously you win. And I think over the last ten years, or especially after Hanson and Hanson's era and his coaching, whatever it was, 105 tests, and I mean his percentage is pretty good. So they've had a pretty pretty good success rate. And you know, I mean, a lot of people expect them to win. So when you get knocked off, and especially in a big tournament like this, it is it's bloody hard to take. But I guess and people have been saying a lot of New Zealanders have, have grown up. Over over losses and and they know how to deal with it now. I guess is this fear of failure a big thing when you're in the All Blacks? 
Yeah, it is, and it isn't. I think you can't. I mean, it's good to have a bit of fear and a bit of uh, not anxiety, but you can't have that hang over your head. You know, you you want to go out and play and play how you know you can play. I think that. You know, after all of this, mate, we've got to tip our hats off to, to England. They, they play bloody well. And yeah, I think you're right there. I think that's one of the reasons that people are taking the defeat so well, yeah. was England was so thoroughly, mm. so much better than New Zealand. They played so well. You just have to congratulate a team in that circumstance, don't you? Certainly. Oh, I think so. I think we sat there in the first 20 minutes, OK, they're going to run out of steam and we're going to come over the top of them at the back end of this game. But they just strangled and never gave the All Blacks anything. We can talk about... Uh, Richie Mwanga and Bodie and you know Ryan Crotty could have been there, but I mean we got out muscled, outplayed, uh, up up in the tight fire. The front, the forwards just muscled, so we couldn't get anything going. Even you know you talk about the rush D, but they had the rush D. They had the out wide cover. They they had an awesome plan, and uh, so yeah, you just got to tip your head off. And it wasn't like any bad calls that were made by a referee. It just is what it was, and in, in England. Well, I think I think they played their final, so it's going to be really interesting this week if they can get up to that intensity and that fire against uh, Springbok side that probably plays a bit different to the All Blacks. So this is going to be um, really interesting to see how this one, uh, the final goes. What, what might have New Zealand done better in those circumstances? Could they simply have carried harder to try and get some some gain line under the momentum? Like what? How do you combat what they were what they were hit with? I mean, hindsight's great. To be fair, I mean our kicking game possibly could have been better. I always look at it and think, gee, hindsight, if Sam Kane was out there, that game probably would have been right up his element because we only really had one fetch. So that took Artie Severe out of, out of play, really, by him having to do not double the work. But That's right, and his greatest strength is carrying, isn't it, a lot of the yeah. time? And so he was he was denied that opportunity to some degree, wasn't he? Yeah, but I mean, well, I think we were just put on the back foot, mate. I mean, when, when you're defending going backwards and then you're trying to go forward and you get bored, they were... They were just brutal, and I think every way we looked, it was covered. You know, our crossfield kicks were covered, our and behind kicks were covered. Our some of our kicking and general play were reasonably poor. Um, yeah, our carries, um, but I mean, mate, they were coming forward and and smoking. I said Underhill and Curry were um, were immense, and we just um, we found no way. So, well, what could have we done better? I mean, it's a it's a tough one when a team like England has played like they they have. That's the best I've seen them play. Mate, I mean, I started in '96, but I don't think I've ever seen them play that well. Clay, how, how have you gauged the All Blacks this week and their sort of reaction, their response? Um, there's clearly been talk of a lot of emotion, um, of hurt, and that kind of thing. How are they? Yeah, I mean, certainly that's been the overwhelming topic of discussion here among the the team, talking to the team in the press conferences and the like, and at the team naming is this hasn't been so much about this game against Wales and the tactical side of things, how they're going to win the game and what they need to do better. And in fact, Steve Hansen even noted it in his final press conference before the game that they weren't getting many questions about the actual game against Wales. It was more about the emotional side of things and how they were getting themselves back up for this bronze medal game, which of course is pretty polarising among fans. I mean, I've found walking out and about here on the streets and after games and at games, you know, fans are pretty split when it comes to Kiwis about that they're, they're not that worried or they're, they're happy to go to this game. And obviously others are in that boat where they see it as the loser's final and they don't have any interest and they're selling their tickets and all those kinds of things. So definitely most of the talk this week here, um, talking to the players, has been about how they've sort of emotionally got getting themselves back up and how they're dealing with it. And I guess we saw yesterday about 
uh, things about how the team's grown in that sense and how they're able to actually sit around and talk about their emotions now and uh, be open and sort of get things out out on the floor and how that's actually made it easier and got them into a position where they can actually feel motivated for this game and know they've got things to play for and, and get up and try and actually finish this tournament on a high. Yeah, Clay, it's a, it's a weird one in the media because we're always at players to like, give us something real, don't give us a cliche, tell us something, you know... <laughs> from the heart and then Dane Coles cries if I was there I'd have been trying to hide under my chair I would have hated to see a, a proud man like him tear up that would have just made me feel so uncomfortable what was it like to be there? Yeah it was certainly noted at the time um, as they got up and walked away among a couple of other guys I was standing with there how uncomfortable it was to watch but also great that I mean Dane Coles really among the All Blacks is, is a real shining light when it comes to the media it's, he's generally always pretty open and frank and he, he can give you really really great um great answers to questions um but to see to see that was was odd but i mean i i, I did note yesterday with aaron smith and richie moanga talking about it you know a, a real effort to be very honest about it i don't know if that's conscious or 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 subconscious but um it, it was great to sit there and listen to them talk about that stuff it doesn't always have to be about the X's and O's of course as rugby fans we all love that side of things but um, to actually hear them talking about this other the kind of thing and a kind of thing we're not used to dealing with dealing with the All Blacks because they don't lose that much so we don't get to talk to them about how they come back from defeat has been has been really quite interesting as a member of the media this week. I suppose a part of the whole mental skills thing that Gilbert and Oka probably uh uh, has with the team is that he's uh, they have to uh, express their their uh, anxiety or grief in some way to get over it and to carry on for the next uh, game or whatever is to expel all of that and then and then move on. Although I was a little surprised, maybe he didn't mean to, but Dane Coles kept apologising for having a tear in his eye, didn't he? Which I, I thought was you know unnecessary, but yeah, no, no, no there you go. Apologize. No, I don't need to apologise. Yeah. Um, no, of course not. As we've sort of digested the result, talks turn to, to coaching and, and the likely makeup of the next panel. Stephen, do you have a view on, on where they might go in that regard? I'm interested to hear what Christian thinks on that, but I mean, because obviously, has, has this semi-final loss, how, how badly has it affected Ian Foster's prospects? I mean, had they won, you presume that that would have given Ian Foster just the, the nudge over the line that he possibly needed to, to take the job? Um how that would have gone down. I mean, most people I tend to talk to is Ian Foster and the top top jobs, not what the, the many people want to see. Happy to see him as an assistant along the way, but being in the top job is not something that might uh, work work for him. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, Christian's thoughts on, on that would be quite uh, interesting to hear. Yeah, I think, to be honest, I think it's probably taken a bit of a hit with um, with this loss. I don't know the ins and outs of what's going on in the All Black camp, but I mean, I've heard rumours... They, they, the players are like Foster, and, and obviously get on with him. He's been there for a while. He knows um, the systems. Um, but in saying, in saying that, mate, well, I think we've got some pretty good coaches uh, coming back, floating around in the country and out of the country. So I think that there's options. I think I like Razor. Don't, don't get me wrong, but I mean, I think coaches need to need to face the ups and downs. And I think Razor's had a lot of probably more ups and, and not many downs so you got to I think as a coach and I, I know I've heard Lion Lane say this about you know you've got to face a bit of adversity in your, in your career and how do you deal with that and how do you come back from it and I guess Hanson had that you know with um with being with the All Blacks so long he's had the ups and, and he's had the downs so 
for me, that's probably maybe one of the reasons why, and maybe Razor might not get it. He might not be ready. But there are certainly, um, you know, gee, I don't know, Jamie Joseph, Gatlin, uh, Dave Rennie. I know they're talking about him with Australia. Um, I think there are coaches around that uh, I think would be, um, and I think it almost needs to change. You know, there's, I don't know, there's a play, sometimes the same voices, and um, when, when you're within a group, kind of can get a bit, um, get a bit stale. So maybe they, they need something different. So, Christian, the continuity thing, because if, if Foster's gone, there's only Mark, Robin, Mark Robinson there, but he hasn't been there very long. And how, what sort of effect would it be if they have a completely new coaching panel there, do you think? Yeah, well, no, I don't think it's going to be... It won't be that bad, mate, because obviously you're still going to have... Yeah, there are some senior players leaving, but there's still going to be players that have been within that group for a long time. So, yeah, the coach will bring his new style in, but you're not going to lose any of that all-black... Um, the All Black Way, or, or what's gone on before, that's always going to be there. But it's just a new voice. I think a new voice is, is good for anything. So, yep, if a new coach comes in, then obviously he's, he will want to bring in his and his team, or his, his uh, assistants and doctors or physios, whatever whatever they're going to bring. So, to me, that's I don't think that's a bad thing. I think um, I think that could be that could be good for them. You know, um, after what's happened. Uh, at this World Cup, I think um, next year, if it's all, it's a full fresh, a new voice, could be the best thing ever. Ever. I think what the result shows in many ways is the value of Wayne Smith. Um, he was the architect of the Crusaders' success, which has been such a bulwark of the All Blacks, and so many Crusaders people have gone on from there to the All Blacks or to other teams. He, he worked with Rennie in the title-winning years at the Chiefs. Uh, he was He's a genuine genius, and you take him out of the mix, and I'm not sure that the smartest New Zealand rugby minds were in the coaching group. Hanson's got, you know, real street smarts, rat cunning, he's ruthless, so competitive. You know, he, he cut people off at the heartbeat, the, you know, if it suits a zen goal. Um, and he's been amazingly successful, like the, the best, most successful coach we've had. But I think that that group lacked a bit of smarts, and I think that showed um, at times against teams like Ireland, um, England last year, England at this World Cup, the British Lions a couple of years ago. I just don't think that they had the, the, the smart enough people in the room. And Smith was that guy. He was a bit of a genius, a, a different thinker, someone who who, uh, who changed things up. I'm interested, Clay, um, on the topic of coaches. Sonny Bill Williams said, and I think rightly so as well, that perhaps it's time to have a coaching panel that reflects the makeup more of the, the playing group. What do you make of that? Yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, does it not make sense that if your playing group, your squad is made up of different cultures that your coaching panel should too. Um, I, I mean, I certainly the sense within the room there when he when it came up was that's actually not a bad idea. There certainly wasn't anyone sort of poo-pooing it as such in the room. And yeah, I, th- I think common sense would say it, it, it would be a good thing to, to have someone like that. And perhaps that might favour someone like a Dave Rennie or, or a Jamie Joseph as an, as an assistant potentially. Um, but I mean, we are living in, I guess, you know, different times now where those sorts of things, you can come out and say that sort of thing. I guess Sonny feels a little bit more freedom because he's, uh, obviously on his way out, um, so perhaps not so um, afraid to bring up something like that. Not that he has been in, in the recent times anyway, but um, I mean, s- certainly, I mean, there's obviously a lot of Pacific Island Māori and Māori guys in this squad, and, and I guess always has been. So what, why not um, have a, po- a focus on trying to get a, a good quality uh, Māori or Pacific Island coach into that setup going forward now that you've got the chance post-World Cup? 
just lastly, given the sort of player you were, how much would you have enjoyed the Wales South Africa game? You, would you like chasing those kicks, and, and what's the what's the tip you have for us for the final? <laughs> Oh, mate, I think I said it on the radio. I think, I think the week before I, I, I was going to enjoy the All Blacks England game, and then I don't think it's going to be a ball fest. And it actually turned out, it turned out that way with the, uh, the Wales um, South African game. So, I mean, that's going to be probably the interesting thing, though, is how South Africa are going to play this England side. I mean, they play differently to to the All Blacks, and I guess they were pretty bloody disciplined to play that game against Wales, and, and they knew that was a game that they needed to play to win. So, so that's what they play, but. Man, as a fullback, that would have just done your head, I know. So, um, yeah, not my cup of tea, mate. Uh, yeah, you want to run the ball too. You run a, want to run the ball a bit more than that. Yeah, well, I mean, in terms of, of this final for me, I think a lot of people are obviously picking England on the back of such a big performance. But I'm, I'm not so sure. I mean, it's a very good England team, and we haven't seen a performance like that. From, from them perhaps ever but I'm just wondering if Warren Gatlin perhaps might be right when he said about backing up and, and the South African team well, they might not be the fanciest uh, flashiest style, uh, style of team they don't you know they don't really have all those weapons that perhaps the All Blacks have or even some other teams have um, but I wonder if there's sort of a, a ruthless efficiency about the South African team they've certainly got the size up front to match England as long as they bring that intensity and I'm actually picking South Africa for the final um, I mean there's really not that, not that much between these teams at the top and the All Blacks were off by uh, you know they, they always say 5% you're off by 5% at the elite level um, however many percent it was it wasn't much and England were on by that little bit extra and that's the difference you know you get blown off the park um, so I just think South Africa with those big ball carrying forwards they'll be able to get parity at, at at worst, against this uh, obviously really, really strong English four-pack. And then you've got that fifth to clerk, Andre Pollard kicking game. Um, Pollard's obviously great form off the tee in that uh, semi-final. And then they do have a few weapons. They've got Damien D'Alenda and then two, cup, two quick wings and Willie LaRue at the back who's capable of doing something. So when they get a chance, they can take it. Um, so I'm picking a close game, but I think, I think South Africa in an upset might be the way to go for me. I've been interested in everyone sort of talking about England having played their final in the semi, in the in the semi, because I mean if they're going to be a great team, that, what they played there, the way that, they that played, assumes that Eddie Jones is a half one. I think history's showing that he's clearly not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that's the kind of performance we keep expecting from the All Blacks week in week out, wasn't it? That, that's the, the basis. So I mean, and and they completely outplayed the All Blacks. Why can't they do that again if they're going to be a great team and world champions? They need to turn on that performance each each week, and, and why shouldn't they? Well, yeah. why shouldn't they? I think they were lucky in the sense that they, their, their game against France was a victim of the typhoon. I think that gave them a spell when they needed it. But, I mean, they've had Argentina, they've had New Zealand, they've had Australia. If they turn around and beat South Africa, they've done really well. They've beaten most of the big guns, and you'd have to say they're really worthy champions. Absolutely. Uh, and, I mean, I, I don't really see South Africa... I mean, I'm disappointed in them. They can do better than this. They don't have to kick. They actually have some talent. Yeah. The, the, talk, well, the Africans. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, both of them do, uh, to be honest. I mean, that, that, yeah, but whether that actually happens, I, I just think it'll be the same game plan again, and, and why not? That's where their strength is. I think they'll just suffocate the... Yes, the Springboks have a big pack, but England are bigger, and they'll just suffocate them. Same game plan again. Yeah, Razzy Erasmus, I think, will have taken a lot out of that semi-final watching the All Blacks against uh, South Africa, and so I'm sort of uh, hoping that he'll perhaps tinker with his game plan a little bit, and we might see some running rugby, but... Uh, 
while I would uh, like South Africa to win, uh, my head's telling me that it's going to be England. I don't want to see either of them win, to be honest. Yeah, true. Oh, quite, quite, quite yeah. If Wales had got up there, if we were, if the All Blacks were going to get up there, but yeah, Salavi. Are you guys going to watch? Um, uh, no, actually, I'm not. I don't <laughs> think. I just. I, I was earlier in the week. I was going. I don't even think I'm going to watch the All Blacks Wales game. But now I'm thinking. It might actually be a half-decent game of rugby because nothing's on it. So it might actually be worth watching simply from that perspective. Speaking hey, of watching... No, hey, no, no, hey, come on, hey, hey, you going to watch it? I have a professional obligation to watch. <laughs> so I'll No other reason. Um, but what I will be watching on Friday is a bit of T20 cricket, which uh, starts uh, with New Zealand against England at Hagley Oval. Stephen, you're a cricket enthusiast, and you're back actually from trophy-winning success at the old Geezers tournament in Queensland, aren't you? Um, Anyway. Yeah, yeah, the Wellington Tasman side, I'd need to give that a plug. The over 50s won the inaugural interprovincial tournament. Front um, row with the photo. You, were you holding the trophy? Or, I think you were, weren't you? Oh, I think it was, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. A part of the leadership group, me. Good on you. Um, but no, but, yeah, cricket that is. I mean, T20, I still struggle to, you know. Um, yeah. But, it's a shame they're not playing 50 overs, isn't it? Yeah, After that, the World Cup we, we had and on the and the way it finished and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, we're, we're talking about this as being an England-New Zealand rematch from that final, but it, but it's not in that sense because the playing group's so different from either side. Yep. It's a different format. Um, yeah. But, yeah, good, good to see England out here for a bit. Five to five T20s, it seems to, you know, it, it attracts the, the punters. Um, you know, as far as the cricket... Um, Tragics go. It's not generally their, their cup of tea, but um, be, be worth you know change of scene from from the rugby. I know we've got a World Cup, which is the impetus mm. well, the next October, which is the impetus for all these twenty twenties. Yep. Do you, as a rule, though, would you? I mean, I don't mind twenty twenty. I prefer it more in a franchise sense than an international one. Are you similar mind to that? Uh, yeah, I'm not. Don't the franchise sense. I'm just T twenty just doesn't spin my wheels full, full full stop. Really, I mean, I'll watch it if it's on. But you know, as far as right, yeah. What about the test matches that are coming up? They're, they're probably more your speed. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we've got um, well, we've got two tests against England, uh, and then we've got three tests against Australia. I mean, that Boxing Day test at Melbourne when that comes up is going to be fantastic. Hopefully, uh, but it'll be really good to see see test cricket. Hopefully, weather wise, we get a crack at it when they play. England here, the black caps, and the weather doesn't get in the way of it. Um, so, yeah, look, looking forward to that. Are you bullish about New Zealand cricket? Yeah, I am. I, because we always just we 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 fight above our weight division. We, I mean that, that. I mean that. I mean we still look back and lament what happened at that cricket World Cup. But it was a fantastic effort to have got to that final. I still think England deserved to win it because they beat us in pool play. Mm. We snuck in against India on a on a washout. Yes, obviously, the way it was decided was not flash, and uh, you know maybe you keep going with super overs, whatever, and well, that's going to be the the, the rule now, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, I am because we keep batting, you know, we keep punching above our weight, and there's a group there that has got plenty of experience, and it, there's a little bit of depth is emerging, you know, and it's not something we've been able to say for quite some time. It's actually a really interesting comparison with the rugby discussion we've been having because the Black Caps at the, the 50 over World Cup won ugly. They didn't score big runs. Um, they weren't a flash team. They gutsed it out in the field. They restricted teams. And the All Blacks, they win beautifully, but they were given an opportunity to win ugly against England and they, they couldn't manage it. it well, and traditionally, that's how the Black Caps have always gone. You know, we've never been, you know, we've obviously had our great players, but we've never been a side that completely dominates or, you know, the, the opposition like, like the All Blacks did so you know that was I suppose history played out in a sense didn't it Great thanks Stephen uh, let's enjoy the cricket in those long summer evenings that's extra time for this week uh, so many thanks to uh, All Black Christian Cullen Clay Wilson from Tokyo and Stephen Hewson on behalf of Hamish Bidwell I'm Barry Guy bye for now
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.